Thank you for joining my podcast. My name is Frank the Tank Cruz. Thank you for joining my segment. This is the Jesus Didn't Tap. Amen. Oh, yes, Lord. Oh, we praise it, Lord. Oh, you deserve all the honor and the glory. Amen. And the word of God says to come to his with thanksgiving and praise. Amen. Can I get an amen? Amen. All those that worship him in spirit and in truth. Amen. God bless you. I hope you're blessed today. Amen. And amen. Praise the name of Jesus. Oh, holy is your name, Father. Oh, holy is your name, Abba. Oh, holy is your name, Jehovah, Jireh, Jehovah Nessie. Oh, yes, Lord. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Jesus didn't tap. Don't y'all love that? Don't y'all love that? Jesus didn't tap. You know what kept him running? What kept him alive? What kept him from tapping out? Is you. You know, Ephesians 3 8 says that we cannot comprehend the depth and the breadth and the love of God after everything that He went through. He still loved you. Amen. I'm starting early, but oh my God, man. But you know what? God loves you. After all those weapons He took, after they beat Him. After they persecuted the the king of kings. After they talked about him. He still loved you. Amen. To the day he got crucified. He still loved you. Amen. That's why that's why the word of God says that we cannot comprehend that love. That Jesus had for you and me. That's the one thing. They couldn't take away from him. It's the love. After everything. He still loved you. Even when his disciples. Doubted him. Yes. Even Jesus. As weak. Where he once was, he still had to ask God to strengthen him. And that's when the angels came and ministered to him. Amen. Who is grateful? I know I know there's somebody out there that's grateful for what God has done in your life. I know I am. Amen. It's just that's why I'm saying we cannot comprehend the love. The love that the Lord has. Jesus that he had for you and me. That is awesome. Man. Oh my God. I posted that on my Facebook uh, a while back. About, you know, about a couple of weeks ago. And about our Jesus, man. Everything he went through. He didn't stop. He didn't tap out. Because he loved you. Amen. God is good. God is good. Amen.
Oh man, so much to talk to talk about. Amen. But like I said, first I just wanted to give God all the honor and all the glory. Amen. Oh, for my Jesus. Oh, for my Jesus. Oh yes. Come to His gates boldly, saying, "God, touch me, how You've never touched me before." Or, or you know, just man. Oh my God, man! It's just, man, it's it's hard to to comprehend some of these things, man. You know what? But I'm just grateful, amen. That uh, I'm alive. I'm alive. I'm alive. I'm alive. Like my my pastora, my my pastor would say, amen. That I'm alive and grateful. Um, you know, sometimes um, the devil tries to put stuff in our heads. You know because of the stuff and the circumstances and the afflictions and and the burdens that we go through throughout life you know but the victories outweighs that the victories outweighs it if there's no victory there is no anointing and if there is no anointing there is no victory You know, you, you got to go through a few things. You know, you got to go through a few things to to enter the promises of God. And, and the Christian life. A lot of people fall away because uh, they're not strong enough. You know, the word of God says to be strong in the Lord. And see, that's what's wrong with Christian people now nowadays. That they want it now. They 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 pray for something, and we're so impatient. Well, like I said, we 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 go through to test. We go through some tests and uh, you know tribulations, and but we gotta be patient. It's about perseverance. Amen. I said, that's why a lot of people fall away because they cannot endure. Endure. And they're going to keep falling away if they're not, if God is not in their foundation. You know? I don't know. You know, I want to thank you all for everybody, for, for the people that have been listening to me, that have been listening to, to my podcast. I know that God is going to bless you. God is going to be with you he's gonna uh whatever you ask you shall receive but see but first you got to be a citizen of the kingdom because if you leave the borders of the kingdom guess what you're out of god's territory right and see when, when you become a citizen a citizen of the kingdom of God there's blessings there's deliverance there's wisdom what does the word of God say seek thy kingdom first and everything else shall be fall upon you right yes yes amen but if you step out of those boundaries you're living in grace you're living in in the mercy of God maybe that's why he doesn't 
He hasn't blessed you the way you want God to bless you. Maybe he hasn't touched you uh, the way uh, God uh, is supposed to touch you because there's still some things that you you're that you need to get out of the way. You know that's why you're strongly with with, with things because you're at the border. It's like you're you're stepping in in the kingdom of God and you go outside the borders of the kingdom. You're lukewarm. But when you come to the kingdom of God, you're under his umbrella. Amen. So many possibilities and mystery things that God will show you. Amen. Like I said, sometimes you go through stuff because God is positioning you to, to greater things and the promises of God. But, but you got to be patient, but then you will lose that favor of God. You know? And, and sometimes I, I'm very afraid, guys. I'm afraid of of, uh, of, 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 of letting God down because, you know, I'm, I'm going to tell you, you know, I'm going to tell you some stuff that, <laughs> that I've gone through these past months, man. It's, uh, you know, it, it just, it's been crazy, but I've been, I've been faithful and I've been steadfast and praying, uh, you know, it, see, a lot of people don't know how to fight. Do we have any fighters in here? Do we have any fighters? Put on the whole armor of God. Yes. So you'll be able to deflect the devices of the devil. And that's why a lot of people are falling away because they don't put on the armor of God. See, you try to face God just by yourself. That's why uh, there's no victory. There's no victory in the Lord. Oh, Brother Frank. Oh, Brother Frank. Well, the devil doesn't bother me. Well, I'm glad you got there, buddy. I'm glad you got there, Jesus Jr. (laughs) I don't know where you've been at, who or what or when or who you've been with. But let me tell you. The devil still bothers me. See, when, when you sit down with the devil, he he can get psychology. Uh, he, he he. See, when you sit down and he he he, he can get religious with you, uh, philosophical. I mean, he he is. The word of God says that the devil doesn't have any truth in him. He's the same liar yesterday, today, and forevermore. And we know where Satan is going. He's going to the pits of hell. He's going to the lake of fire with brimstone. Just like the book of Revelation speaks. We live, we're living in a times, guys, where these times are, are changing. The times are changing. 
it's not like it used to be back then, you know. Um, there's so much deception going on. I know uh, for some of you that have been keep keeping tabs of my podcast, I've spoken about uh, the great deception. And, and uh, you know, it's just people deceiving and being deceived. You know, that's what the word of God says. And um, and like I said, it's just the times are not like they used to be. Things are speeding up quickly. Seems like uh, this new world order uh, that the book of Revelation talks about and this new world religion is is starting to come to play. So one of the most important things that you need to do is arm yourself with the truth. See, but because I don't get my knowledge through men. I get it through the word of God. That's why uh, the devil uh, of this, that's why the, the God of this world has blinded the mind, the minds of, of the people. Because he plants a seed of doubt saying, oh man, this, this, this Bible's too old. So diluted. Man. That is a lie from the pits of hell, y'all. God is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. Amen. Can I get an amen? Oh, I know, I know. <laughs> he is the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. Oh, yes. Oh, Jesus. Who's ready for that day? Who's ready for that last trumpet to hit? That last trumpet. Where are we going to be transformed? Oh, yes. This uh, corruptible must put on incorruptible. And this mortal must become immortal. And I know if you've lost a loved one that served Christ... You will meet him up in the air and you will once again see him again. You know, I lost a brother, man. I lost a brother back then, man. He, older brother of mine, man. Uh, it was back when, uh, when we were in, 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 in junior high, you know. I was pretty young, 12. He was 13. And, you know, I saw, I looked up to him, man, like a father because uh, growing up, you know, my parents, man, used to, Man, they, they, this is pretty, pretty, um, I don't like talking about it, but yeah, you know, it needs to be talked because I know there's somebody out there that probably needs to hear it, man, you know, you know, my parents used to abuse me when I was little, man, and, and, uh, I saw my, my brother, man, they, they didn't abuse my older brother, man, they loved him, you know, they loved him. And uh, and I saw him as a father, you know, my oldest brother, man. And uh, and you know, yo, we went to the state tournament for wrestling for uh, junior high, man. My brother was undefeated. I think he was 17 and 0, and he was 
predicted to win the uh, the state tournament. You know, I, I think I was like, man, 15 and, and two. You know, I've lost a, uh, quite a few. Uh, well, just two uh, wrestling matches. But it, you know, it's not it's not the fake wrestling. It's the it's the like Olympic wrestling, man. And you know, and then I got up at the church the other day and I was talking about my brother um, because. You know, man, I, uh, my brother drowned, man, I think, but, uh, it was, uh, when we went up there, it was in, 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 uh, Santa Fe, uh, New Mexico, uh, you know, we, we, we got there, we ate, and we went back to the hotels, man, my brother used to cramp a lot, and we jumped in the pool, and, uh, you know, he, he drowned in there, he, he was in that pool for about 20 minutes, you know, when, uh, we were trying to take him out, man. Well, first of all, I had a gut feeling and I had something in my heart telling me that it was my brother drowning because I just kept looking around and I didn't see him. But, but man, it, the pool was kind of shaped like a spoon and, uh, you know, he was right in the drain and they pulled him out by the hairs. You know, I was trying to, uh, you know, pull him out too. But at the same time, man, uh, I think I almost drowned too, man, trying to take take him out. But, you know, I had to get somebody to help me to get out of the pool, man. Or else there would have been two bodies there, man. I thank God. I thank God, man, that... That I'm here, man. That I'm here. That I'm here and God's... God has been with me ever since to this day to this day but I know that it's in God's plans that for all these things you know God has never left me he has never forsaken me you know regardless of my brother drowned that he's at in a better place but I missed him so much and I miss him today still you know and I slept with him in the same room and not have him there for for the next couple of years, man, I was so depressed and so sad, man, that I couldn't see my, my oldest brother, and I got up at the church the other day and saying, <laughs> telling people to not be fighting with your brothers and sisters all the time, because one day you can never, you'll probably, that you don't know when you might lose your brother or sister. through that man and having you know I took some time off from school I know wait, uh, it was a couple months but when I came back things were not the same without him and P 
people kept asking me how he was, and you know, at first it was okay for me to talk about it, but then it was just so many people that would come and ask me every day, and I would get so depressed, man. You know, when I saw my brother, when they took him out of the pool, man, he he had his eyes almost completely white because he was in there for a long time. I love him, and it just hit home, man. It, it hit home, man, to this day. You know, they were trying to revive him, and at the same time, he was throwing up. You know, because we had barely ate. And I remember that night, and that night, all the wrestling, my friends and everybody slept in my room. I was so scared. I was so scared, so scared, man. So scared. Because I didn't know what what was gonna happen to him, you know. They they had a pulse. They had a pulse, but you know he he was brain dead. I remember my parents coming back. They 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 uh, called my parents and it took them about three hours to get there. And my dad, my dad was so upset. My mom. My mom, never seen her really cry. My dad. My dad wrecked his life after that. He became an alcoholic, y'all. My dad is not with me right today, but, you know, he died of cancer. But he lost his life because he lost his oldest son. And I see my oldest child, and I can relate now to the love of your first child. You wouldn't want to lose your first child, too. You wouldn't want to unplug the plugs. Doctors telling them, you know what, well, he's brain dead. There's nothing that we can do. Nothing. So I understand that love. So I understand. I understand you, God, that you came and you gave your first begotten son to die in that cross. In that cross. In that cross, Lord. For me and for all of mankind. Oh, how much I love you, Lord. How much I love you and I seek you. I seek you, Lord. Because I'm so in love. I'm so in love with you, Lord, that it's hard for me to take you out of my thoughts. myself, I saw my life flashing after me, 
when I was in that pool too, almost drowning, I saw my life, and I knew, I knew, I knew that my life was about to end. Send somebody to save me. I'm grateful, y'all. I am grateful. I'm grateful. It seems like, regardless of what life throws at me, man, or when if I try to run away from God, He doesn't let me, y'all. I feel like my life, my life's been like Jonah's. trying to run away and Jonas got swallowed by a whale because he didn't want to preach to a certain city, city where God had commanded him to go so instead of, instead of him going to that city he turned back the other way and he got on a boat and said God send that whale to swallow him up and brought him back you ain't going nowhere, you're staying with me, you know, and uh, I felt like my life's been like that, you know, if you have a brother and a sister, that maybe you haven't talked to in a while, because of of something he did or she did to you or vice versa you know time is short time is short it's about forgiveness y'all it's about forgiveness at the end and it's about your walk with the Lord but you know Talk to them because you might never see them again. Talk to them because they might die in a car crash tomorrow. Talk to him or her because someday you will never see them ever again. I said I love my brother to death, man. I love him to death and I still do It was special, man. I guess it, like that saying goes, you know, that bad things always happen to good people. Not, I'm a true believer of that, man. It's like heaven need, needing another angel. So I'm long to wait for that day, for that day when the Lord comes and we meet him up in the air. Because I know one day I'll see my brother I know one day you'll see your brother, your sister, your mom, your dad, your uncle, your aunts. You know, I just want to share this verse. Oh, yes, Lord. Oh, yes. We want to see who you are, Lord, for that day. We all want to see that face, to see how you look like, Father. We seek your face. 
Philippians um, 3.20 says, For our conversation is in heaven, from whence also we look for for the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, who shall change our vile bodies, that it may be fashioned like unto glorious body. Amen. You know, we were talking about this, uh, you know, um, with my pastors. We were sitting around. I think we had gone out to eat, and we were just thinking to see how we would look like, you know, whenever um, Jesus comes and we get uh, raptured, um, how we our bodies would look like, you know. And, and, and this verse here says, uh, Who shall change? Uh, let me read it again. It says, For our conversation is in heaven, from when also we look for the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, who shall change our vile body, that it may be fashioned like unto his glorious body. Amen. And basically stating, saying that we will have uh, bodies like Jesus. Amen. You know, so we're going to be able to be here in this earth and in the spirit world. You know, we're going to have glorified bodies, y'all. Isn't that awesome? So imagine the mysteries and all that. You know, one of the things that I've always been that always, always been wanting to do is fly. <laughs> fly. Fly, fly, fly. Either parachute or, or whatever, but I've always seen myself uh, flying, though. Like, when... Uh, when I go to sleep or, you know, I have those dreams, but... When we get glorified bodies, that's what we're going to be doing. We're going to be flying. Amen. And I can't wait for that day. God willing, amen. And uh, we're going to have a body just like Jesus did. That's the great mystery. Amen. But... But like I said, y'all, it's, um, I just wanted to share that with y'all, uh, a little bit about my experience that I've had. You know, it's always good to talk about these things, man. Not only for me, but I know it's going to help somebody out there. You know? And, um. Uh, You know, and if you're going through something, if you're going through something, remember, forgive. If people has done, if they've done wrong to you, forgive. Somebody from church has done something to you, forgive. Because the word of God says that you will be in danger. Your soul will be in danger of judgment. We need to learn as Christians, we need to learn how to forgive. You know, 
you know, but I, but I thank God, amen, you know, you know, my, my, my great testimony, uh, uh, well, not my great, but, you know, uh, my other thing too, well, first of all, you know what, one of the things that, that is, well, this has been in my spirit, and if you're hearing this today, and if you have a, 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 a doubt, a seed of doubt that the devil has placed in your life, maybe uh, your husband is not fully committed to being a Christian, or your wife, you know, you grew up in church, or you... Or you just gave your life to the Lord, man. One of the things, one of the things that that you need to do is find yourself a company, a moral company, not any immoral people. You know why? Because it's going to be harder for you to serve the Lord. You know, if you if you have friends that drink, if you have friends that smoke or you know go clubbing or you know just do a lot of worldly things, you know, uh, just uh, you know, it's gonna keep you down. It's gonna keep you from serving the Lord because uh, because you know th- those things are. Are uh, as you as Christian, they're gonna hold you back. You know, what, that's what worked for me. You know, I had to let my certain people go. You know, when I became a Christian, because first of all, they're gonna mock you. They're gonna say, "Well, you don't drink no more," or you know, and shin, and you know, just a lot of things, y'all. You know, it's time to get new friends. It's time for you to hang around with Christian people. You know. And. And like said. uh, The devil. The uh, God of this world has blinded the minds of the unbelievers. These schools, man, are doctrinating our, our kids. Our young adults. And that's why they come out not serving the Lord. Because the schools are, that's the mouth of the devil right there. You know? But you have to make some adjustments. You know? You gotta make some adjustments. You, you, because it's gonna be harder for you to serve the Lord. I'm telling you, that's what I'm saying. In other words. You know, it's not gonna be easy. You know, and especially if you're settled in, man, you know, bring your husband, bring your wife to church. New message is received from. And, um, you know, that's what it's been in my spirit. You know, I know there's a lot of people going through that. Um, and, um. You know, just um, don't. And, and if you've been at church for a long time, 
you need to examine yourself, you know, especially the times we live in, you know, like I was saying earlier, you need to examine yourself, test yourself with scripture, you know, instead of, of saying, God, why me? Tell God, test me, O oh Lord. You know? You know, there's a verse here on, uh, let me see. It's Second uh, Corinthians 13, 5 says, Examine yourself, whether ye be in faith. Prove your own selves. Know ye not our own selves, how that Jesus Christ in you, except ye be reprobates. Reprobates. You know, it's it's basically saying, you know, to test yourself in the faith and examine yourself, uh, except ye be in reprobates. You know, God gives uh, those people over to a uh, reprobated mind. Uh, you know, it's because when you, when you fall away to the things of God, um, you you tend to think that everything that you do is uh, godly. You know, um, you you start creating your own system of right and wrong, and still think at the end of the day that you're still gonna make it happen. Um, you know, just like the days of Noah. You know, that great rebellion. These people... <laughs> I know if you've, if you've listened to my podcast, I've said this before. But those people back then... I like to talk of the days of Noah, man. Because those are the days we're living. You know, it, you know, God gave them over to a reprobated mind. You know, it, the, the word of God says in the days of Noah, people were, were drinking. They were, uh, you know, partying. They were... Marrying, giving into marriage. So basically, they were just saying that life was just going on, just like normal. Just um, so they they were just living their own like their lives. Like society was just continuing, you know, it just normal, like everyday life, you know. And um, you know, then the flood came and swept them all. You know, but these people had the mindset. You know, they, like I said, uh, like in the book of Peter, Peter uh, it says that Noah was a uh, righteous man. He was a great preacher. You know, and I, and I can imagine him preaching in the, that society. You know, just they would just listen to him. But you know, they they would listen. They, but they. They would not, um, since they had the reprobated mind, they, they they thought this man was crazy, man. You know, they thought that, uh, you know, he, he was crazy. Crazy, crazy, crazy. So, you know, so... In other words, what I'm trying to say, even though you've heard the truth, there is a root of conviction that is inside of you. Yes, and perhaps throughout the years, um, 
it might go away, but you know, when whenever you, you hear the truth, um, especially the word of God, it, it pierces like a two-edged sword. And uh, like I said, that that society uh, in those days will be the 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 society that we live now will be like the days of old and uh, and it's scary to see these things there are prophecy being fulfilled and um, um, you know just this society is more wicked and um, you know to, like the days of old and just like the the days of uh, Saddam and Gomorrah when they were after strange flesh. I like how the word says it meant strange flesh. In other words, there were homosexuals. <laughs> but, uh, you know, um, the time and time is, we're running out of time. That window of opportunity is starting to close. That door of the ark is starting to close, man. You know, we, we got to be ready. Uh, one of the things that, uh, that I've said in my preachings is to prepare. Preparation, you know. And we, we shouldn't be foolish like these bridesmaids. That they didn't have enough oil. Um, you know, we, you know, perilous, uh, perilous times are, are going to come, and they're here, like the Apostle Paul said. You know, it, it's about me. It's about me, and uh, you know, that's the image that man um, is. Uh, that's the, what the word of God says. You know, woe is me. It's about me, 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 me. And, and nothing else. It's about my feelings. You know, and... And that's how the devil was, man. He he had, uh, he was prideful. And the word... You know, he was a beautiful angel. You know, and he tried to be above God and... and uh, you know, and above the holy angels. And, uh, and we can see that image... Uh, playing around this society. Woe is me. You know, and and uh, let me see if I can find that scripture. Um, see yeah but but you gotta abase yourself man you gotta abase yourself you know you gotta abase yourself to the mighty hand of God so he can exalt you in due time because if you exalt yourself guess what God will drop kick you he will leg sweep you you know and if you're arrogant 
and prideful. I mean, that's one of the things that God hates. You know, he he wants you to abase your to abase yourself, to humble yourself. You know, and um, because he knows how how Satan was. He was like so very very proudful. And we know what the devil is trying to do. He's trying to destroy the image of God. He's trying to destroy the Judeo-Christian family. You know, he's he's attacking the families right now. He's attacking our children. We see it. That's his main goal. And we know that there's still a, a you know the persecution is happening right now we we see it we see this persecution happening like in china you know we we see we see it happening in china we see, we see it happening in other nations and a lot of people don't think that nothing will happen here you know that nothing will happen here. You know, and it's not till something happens here when people will start then reacting. You know, and but it's going to be already too late. Because we got so many distractions. You know, I, I, I know when I, I did my preaching at the church, that's what I talked about. You know, that the devil wants to divide and conquer, you know, in these last days. You know, and he's going to try to take as many Christians and um, with him. And we know that the word of God says that, that he... He's coming after the remnants of the body of Christ. The true believers, the Christians, man. You know, and... Um, we, we just got to be ready. Always remember that persecution was always meant for evil. And this is something that you need to make you up in your mind. Today, y'all today because the time is so near you need to make make it up whether you want to live for Christ or you want to die for the world or you want to be a martyr for the Lord there's a reason why God wants you to read the Bible because he wants you to fall in love with them. He wants you to fall in love with him. So if that day of persecution comes, guess what? You're going to be just like Jesus when he died in that cross where he loved you. That's like I said like I said in the beginning Love, that's the only thing they couldn't take away from him was love. And if you have that love, 
If you have to have love just like Jesus did, nothing will matter because you're going to fall in love with God. You're going to fall in love with the creator of heaven and earth. That day it's not going to matter. You're not going to care that if you get persecuted because you're going to be in love with God. With God. Amen. It's about love, y'all. It's about love. And that's what this world needs. People need to be more compassionate. You know? It's about love. Not not about the love that this world is offering you. But it's about the love of the Father. uh, The love of Jesus Christ. Oh yes, we praise your name, Father. There's nothing like our God. Oh, see, Senor. Oh, yes, Father. Yes, thank you, Lord. Yes. It's about that love. The love. The love. Yes, Lord. The love of the Almighty. Oh, yes, Lord. joining my podcast amen i hope this was a blessing for you you know it was a blessing for me i know i'm the one here preaching or or whatnot but i feel something out of this man every time i preach i do because it's not coming out of me it's coming i know it's from the lord amen So if you haven't yet, please subscribe to my podcast and share it. Share it to the world. Amen. Share that God is love. Amen. And and I pray for you that, like I said, uh, for, for you to be able to forgive the people that did you wrong. To pray for the people uh, that you know, spoke bad things about you that persecuted you. 
you know, people, family members especially, you know, um, I just pray for them, y'all. Let's pray for them. That's all we can do. You know, after everything that I've been through, after all the hell that I've been through, you think, devil, you think that I'm going to give up after all the tears I've shed and all the praying that I've said? You know what? No. I'm going to put on that whole armor of God and I'm going to pray in that secret place. Oh, yes. I'm going to stomp on the enemy. Oh, yes, Lord. I'm going to stomp them. Oh, yes. And I'm going to stand firm and fight again and fight again. Oh, yes. In other words, in other words, I'm going to crush the enemy. Oh, yes. Yes, Lord, through the blood of Jesus. Oh, yes, Lord. And I'm going to do it again. Stand firm in that day of darkness. Because the Father has never forsaken me. Amen. God bless y'all. Like I said, Thank you for joining in, man. God bless y'all. And um, I hope this was a blessing for y'all. Enjoy me on my next podcast. Uh, you know, I'm going to try to be uh, doing, uh, you know, more videos uh, on my Facebook. Uh, if you haven't yet, except just share it. Share this, and I know it's going to be a blessing for somebody else. Amen. God bless y'all. Y'all have a great one. Amen.